Game two of the Eastern Conference Finals has not been much of a game. At the half, the Celtics are up 70-45. to 45. The Celtics' defense has been smothering. The Heat can't hit anything other than Jimmy Bucket, who leads them with 13. The Celtics are shooting 62% from three. They've got great ball movement. They're in rhythm. The presence, just the presence of Marcus Smart on both ends of the floor has impacted this game. He's only shooting two from 11 from the floor, but he's got seven assists, five rebounds, and he's been tremendous on defense. Now, Miami made a big run starting late in the second quarter last game. But coming into the third quarter, you're going to be down 25. I'm not saying it's not possible. This Heat team has a lot of pride. They've got a great group of veteran leaders. And Jimmy Buckets, I'm sure, is going to do everything in his power to get back into this game. I came into this game thinking it's just game two. But I also felt Boston needed a split. And the game's not over. It's a tremendous lead. But in this NBA, with guys' ability to shoot the three, to get teams into the penalty, to generate offense while stopping the clock, I'm not going to say the game's over. It's not over until it is over. But right now at the half, it doesn't look good if you're a Heat fan. Sliding over to the West, quick recap. Golden State, great team defense on Luka. Andrew Wiggins did a solid job. He was excellent defensively. But what was more important, what was more critical, was the fact that Andrew Wiggins attacked Luka on the other end of the floor. The thing about Golden State is, no matter how great an athlete you are, how great a scorer you are, they're going to make you play on both sides of the ball because of their body movement, because of the, the way the ball moves. You're going to have to move. Whether you're guarding your man or you're switching or you're helping the helper, because of the way and the actions that Steph and Clay now pull what they generate, you react to what they do. I think Jason Kidd will make adjustments because Golden State didn't really shoot great from the three, but what they did do is they were tremendous at cutting back door. They got a lot of layups. They got a lot of high efficient shots and they dominated the boards. The Warriors owned the boards 51 to 35. Is Luka going to shoot six for 18 again? He might, he can be streaky. But I've seen him go six for 18 and have 35 points because he got to the line 20, 20 times. He's capable of that. And if you really looked at the game, Dallas missed 25 wide open threes. Not contested, but wide open threes. I don't see that happening again the rest of this series. This series is far from over. Yes. Golden State got out to a great start. I thought Golden State was solid. They weren't explosive. They had a little bit of a run to gain separation and pull away. But overall, I've seen them play better and be more efficient offensively. This was a grinded out kind of game. It was about their defense. It was about their hustle and their ball movement. Like I said, they beat them with twos. They beat them by getting offensive boards.
they beat them by getting second chance points. And it wasn't that Luca wasn't finding guys. Guys weren't making shots. And if they're not going to make shots, then they're going to shrink the floor. They're going to load up on him. They're going to hedge. And Luca's going to be less efficient because he's going to get frustrated like he did last night and force the issue, which will create turnovers going the other way. Jason Kidd will look at the film. He'll make adjustments. And remember, as great as Golden State can be, as explosive as they can be, they can also be that team that can get a little careless and they can have one of those 20, 25 turnover games. I've seen it. So before everybody writes off the Mavs, this series is far from over. I picked the Warriors, but I picked them in seven for a reason. One more quick take. On Game 2 of the Western Conference Finals tomorrow night, Warriors versus the Mavs, the Mavs have to take away something. The Warriors had seven players in double figures in Game 1. I thought Dallas did a solid job, actually an excellent job, of running guys off the three-point line. I know you can you can get excited when you see Steph or Clay hit a three, but Steph only shot 33% from three. Poole only shot 25%. Clay shot 25%. The only guy that's part of their core that shot a good percentage from three was Andrew Wiggins, and he shot almost 38%. Dallas has to be more physical, and they have to take a bit of the playbook that they took last series versus the Suns. If you're going to attack our guy, then they need to run actions to isolate and attack Steph. I'd also attack Klay Thompson because this current version of Klay Thompson, even though you've seen signs, he struggles defensively. He's not quite all the way back, and you can attack his legs. You can attack him in open space. So if I'm Jay Kidd, I make the adjustment not only to be more physical and assertive, that's a given, but I'm also going to do some actions, maybe some pin downs, maybe some pick and pops to create mismatches and get cross matches. And I'm going to attack Steph and I'm going to attack Clay. That's my quick takes for game two. It's the NBA Cypher next time.